At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Into the nuts, I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. In just about 35 minutes, we'll have Josh Towers, World Series champion, in studio. Going to talk a little bit about the Major League Baseball draft that occurred this past weekend. And then we're going to look at different teams' odds to miss or make the playoffs this year. An appropriate time at the end of the All-Star break, Amal. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, can we start at serve last night? <laughs> we certainly can. Where my man, Amal Shaw, had a wrong side winner again. You know, the whole game I was watching, Amal, and I was happy you bet a small amount on the game because I didn't think you were covering. I thought Phoenix was going to take a 3-1 lead here. They maintained that lead. Booker was terrific for them. Couldn't stay out of foul trouble, though. Yeah, absolutely right. That hurt them. He was tremendous in terms of his performance, but I thought the play of the game was the Giannis block on DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Really in the last minute and a half, we saw Milwaukee close out strong. Uh, Tremendous job by them. You know, but Mike, that's why sometimes you shouldn't watch the game. Just look at the final score. There's no trust. 109-103. No problem. I, I really turned the game off about mid-fourth quarter. Yeah. And then somebody texted me and they say, can you believe Phoenix was winning and covering this whole game? And if you had them, you lost. And, and then I went back and looked at the final score and they had um, Milwaukee. Wait, had did you respond six. to that person? You know, the game's 48 minutes. I did not respond to that person. Oh, the right. game's 48 minutes. I didn't think it justified a response, actually. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, I mean, in, in this world, this is going to happen many times, right? We tend yeah, to exactly. remember the beats be, more than yeah, we do. Exactly. Absolutely the, right. Those things that happen here. 
As far as storylines go, Chris Paul for MVP kind of took another hit last night. Well, I mean, to <laughs> me, that's the one argument. You know, I said you can make the case potentially for Giannis on the other side. But I think Booker really cemented his case for uh, Phoenix if they were to win this series. Now, that remains to be seen. But, you know, Giannis didn't, wasn't overwhelming. 26 points, 14 rebounds. But Middleton, how about him? 40 points. Not particularly strong shooting the basketball. 15 for 33. So you're talking about what? I mean, he was not overwhelming in terms of his performance. Did a nice job there at about 45%, but he's got to be a little bit better, more efficient if they're going to win. The fluidity of this market is what's amazing, how it changes from game to game. I'm all, of course, yeah, it really has. You know, there's a couple weeks in between games here, but, uh, you know, we saw Chris Paul at, at uh, lower than minus $2 here going into last night's game. He's now the second choice. Giannis, who off the injury drifted up to 7-1, to 8-1, to 5-1, to 3-1, to one. he's now the favorite. With Milwaukee right back in it at two two at plus one thirty, but how about Booker who went from about seven dollars down to two sixty, and Middleton who was a hundred to one going into this game down to thirty to one. Yeah, but I never thought uh, Chris Paul should have dropped off that much. Again, five assists, fifteen turnovers in the last three games in this series, just ten points last night. Uh, really struggled, didn't shoot the ball particularly a lot. Five for thirteen. Now, granted, Booker was in the zone; he was really flourishing. So you want to continue to feed the hot hand. But, Mike, again, I didn't understand the overwhelming preference for Paul. I get he might be a sentimental pick, but you have to look at the body of work in terms of this series. He had scored more points than Booker coming into this game in this particular series. However, I thought the turnovers could be a bit of a concern. First two games went over. The third game depended on when you got it. Last night was an under game. It paced under the whole way, and it stayed there. We didn't see an explosive second half or third quarter that would get this game over the total. Let's look ahead now to game number five, which is Saturday night, back in the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix. We saw this number open four. Seen a little bit of bucks money here, Amal, down to three and a half. Remember when these first two games were in Phoenix, the totals were five, the sides were five and a half or six in favor of Phoenix, and the total ticks down to 218 and a half. Yeah, I don't know if Milwaukee's going to win this game or not. I really liked the four. I didn't get it. I didn't play it. I don't know if I'm going to play it now because I think it's going to be a one-possession game. It's going to be a tight game. Even this game really can make the argument last night was probably that but give Milwaukee credit they find a way through um, no interest in this total but you know I said yesterday if I didn't have the side I would have probably played the total under only because I didn't I mean it wasn't a play I was going to really make but I just felt like we'd finally get a game that's close competitive and defensive and we got that last night uh, I think now when you look at it, every possession the rest of this series is going to be valued. The, the, we are now in the critical stage. Three games left, got to win two. Before the series, after game one and after game two, Amal, you told the nuts faithful you like this series to go over five and a half games. All the way along, you got there already. It's 2-2. Yeah. Two, two. Uh, so that ticket cashes. Uh, let's look at the series odds now adjusted. The Suns now down to minus 145. You can get plus 125 back on the Bucks. If you think this is going to go seven games, it's actually the favorite now at minus 120. Yeah, I don't know if it goes seven games or not. My feeling all along has been, which I believe Milwaukee's going to win a game on the road. I believe they win this series. I've said that all along. I don't know if it's game five or it's game seven, but I think the Bucks are going to find a way through. Um, and, you know, how about Drew Holiday? At some point in time, maybe somebody can make a phone call and find out what milk carton he's been on because he has been missing in action this entire series. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palman. He is Amal Shaw. We're talking about Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Milwaukee tied it up last night, rallying uh, to beat uh, and cover the spread, to beat the Phoenix Suns and cover the spread. I think what bodes well for Milwaukee is they shot poorly from three again. Well, that was the other thing. If you looked at the line score at halftime, Bucks were uh, struggling to shoot the basketball. 
Phoenix, 50% and in a tie game. I said, these guys are in trouble here. You cannot shoot at that kind of clip and have a tie game on the road in that situation. You've got to be more efficient and better than that. And you alluded to it. This uh, Milwaukee team really struggled from downtown last night. As a collective, they wind up 7 for 29, just 24%. It wasn't that the um, Suns were much better. They were 7 for 30. So neither team shooting the ball particularly well. But again, the 10 free throw differential plus 8 at the line in terms of makes by the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in this one. Will you continue to bet these games individually or a series price plus 125 on the Bucks right now? Uh, no, I'll go individually here. But um, because if you look at it, what's the, uh, the money line on the series itself? Excuse me, in game number five. I didn't see it. Uh, Jake, can you put the graphic up for back up for game number five? Three and a half, 165, get back 145. 145. Okay, so, you know, to me, when you look at it, I, I still like their chances. To, you know, three things stood out to me last night. You shoot 51%, you lose. Uh, the opponent shoots only 40%. You give up 12 more offensive rebounds and 17 to 5 in terms of turnovers, which favored Milwaukee. That's awful. Well, we look forward to game number five. It will be Saturday night back in Phoenix. Taking a look to next year here, I know we've been speculating about who should be the favorite, and we've asked some of our NBA guests. We do have some early odds out for the 2021-22 NBA championship. And when you look at this list of them all, I wanted to ask you what jumped out at you. The Nets are favorite, Brooklyn at plus 210. Your second choice, the Lakers at plus 450. The Bucks are the third choice, plus $8. The Warriors... Plus uh, 1,200 at 12 to 1. Your Suns are 13 to 1. Jazz 14 to 1. 76 are 16 to 1. Clippers 20 to 1. You know, I, th I think Brooklyn, you know, there's speculation that Kyrie Irving could get traded. So if he's on the move, how does that impact that team? I like Harden and Durant to coexist a little bit better than the flat earther with them. Because I think at times he can be a serious ball hog. I think these other two guys realize you need other people around you to be able to win, regardless of how great you are of an individual talent. So for me, that's a factor in there. Uh, Lakers at 450, it's not a bad play. Now, they are in salary cap hell. We'll see if they can adjust and what Palinka can do. Um, I personally still think DeAndre Drum uh, Andre Drummond has something to offer. Uh, but let's see if the Lakers decide to bring him back. Milwaukee, 8-1. to I don't particularly like them. Phoenix, 13-1. to No, thank you. The Warriors are intriguing, but are they past their heyday? And there's speculation. I saw one that they're trying to acquire Damian Lillard. Uh, what are they trying to be? The first team ever to start five guys under six five and win a title? They might be. How about the Clippers at twenty to one? No, because I don't know if Kawhi is going to resign there. There's just speculation he can go to the Bricks. Remember, he's coming off an ACL injury. You know, the other problem is it's hard to bet. Would you really want to bet? I get Kawhi's won two titles, including what they did in Toronto. But remember, Warriors were decimated by injuries in that series. Would you really want to bet on a guy like uh, Kawhi? I mean, this guy, you don't, you're not sure. You know, he's like the weather in certain parts of the country. Wait 15 minutes and he's going to change. If Ben Simmons could shoot free throws, would you take a shot at 16 to 1? Absolutely. I still think the Sixers are dangerous. You look at Embiid, what he's able to do. Now, injuries are always a concern with him. Ben Simmons, if he can improve his game, I really thought if the improvement was going to come, it was going to come last year into this year. We didn't see it. Maybe he can improve in terms of his jump shot. That remains to be seen. I love Thibault as a defender. Curry is a terrific shooter. Tobias Harris is an underrated player, all uh, big picture-wise. I think they've got some great components. And in the postseason, when you look at the amount of time you have in between games, I think they should be able to make a push. So I think this team is extremely dangerous, 16-1. to 1 is not a bad plan, Phil, uh, 76ers. Do you draw a line to these two final teams from this year, the Bucks and the Suns, because of the way the Red Sea parted for them to get to the finals? Yeah, okay, let's start with Phoenix, because I think okay. it's easier. I don't think Phoenix is as good as where their positioning is right now in the NBA finals. They're two games from winning an NBA title. 
They benefited from the fact the Lakers were dealing with injuries. Uh, Murray was out back in April, and then uh, Porter gets hurt in the series against the Suns. They play Utah. They uh, uh, Obviously, Conley didn't play. Uh, and then you have a situation where Mitchell seemed like he was banged up. It just seemed like there was some inconsistency. I'm sorry, not not Utah. Uh, against they the Clippers, Clippers, Clippers and Kawhi's yeah. out. Kawhi, Kawhi's out, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Kawhi's out. I mean, so it's a situation where everything worked out well. Look, I don't know how many people believe if the 70, if the Clippers are playing them at full strength with Kawhi that the Suns get through. Yeah, I agree. How about the Bucks? 8-1 uh, to one just too short? No, because I think it's really a three-team race in the East again. Philadelphia, Brooklyn, and I, I actually think if Milwaukee wins the title, you know, I would wait till they win potentially, but the line might come down because I think it would free them up the way to the Tampa Bay Lightning this year in hockey, right? We saw the Lightning when they got to that Stanley Cup Finals after they got through Game Seven against the Islanders, it was over. Like, hey, we're getting the scrimmage against the Canadians, forget about it, it no problem. And they played freely; they didn't play with the pressure they've had in the past. And I think the same thing could happen to Milwaukee. The big thing is, though, Drew Holiday, he needs to step up. And, you know, I kind of equate this to Johnny Damon when he showed up in Game 7. I think it was in 04. And I remember I was doing a show and somebody goes, who do you think is going to have a big game? I said, Johnny Damon has been absent the whole series. Two homers in Game 7. Drew Holiday, one night, 20-plus points, show up, make some shots. You say it'll be Game 5 or Game 7. I, well, I don't know. He might show up in Game 6. I think hmm. Milwaukee's going to win a game. I don't know which one it is, Game 5 or Game 7. I believe they win Game 6 at home. They either close it out or they get back and they win in Phoenix. I still believe the Bucks win this series. I want to address something that was sort of a betting anomaly yesterday, and that was the WNBA All-Star game, and particularly the total. You know, I was listening to you when you were on My Guys in the Desert yeah. with Danielle and Vinny yeah. yesterday, and Vinny talking about the 54-point line move yeah. at South Point on this game to the under. And so then I'd be, I really wasn't tracking it. I, I sent a text to Matt Metcalf, and he kind of explained the story, and then it got out in the media here. He had made the original number at 248.5 here, and he did that based on the fact of previous WNBA All-Star game and the trends to those total of points, right. except, as you were explaining to me, something very different this year well, if with you, Team USA. You know what? Look, I, I don't bet the WNBA anymore. Yeah. I used to years ago, but they don't take a lot of action on it. Usually mm-hmm. you can only get down for a nickel on these games. But if you just look this up, Team USA was playing WNBA All-Stars. And there was a specific edict put out by Team USA. Hey, we want a competitive game. We want to be tested before the Olympics. And that's exactly what happened in this game. In the first quarter, I think there were 53 points scored. And then after that, Mike, this game just absolutely died. You had no shot. And I thought this was something that was fairly common out there. I saw a Bill Lambeer quote talking about this. So I thought this information was available. uh, And I thought something that could have been found fairly quickly. Yeah, so the really curious part of this story, right, is that the number that Met Metcalf hung here was basically used everywhere in town, and yeah. that's where folks opened their book. They took the same action we did, although the limits here were higher, so we had probably the biggest loss in town on it to the total here. Got all the way down to different books, 196, 195, 194. No shot, right, at this total, 248.5. Ends up 178. The game was as predicted. Um, it was competitive and more of a defensive ever, more of a real game here, right? But the oddity is that, you know, Everybody just copied this number from Metcalf, who admitted he didn't do the research into it, and he just put up a trend but, number. But wait a minute. Is anybody surprised by this? I was a little bit surprised. Why? Because I'm going to give you an example firsthand. So I can remember there's a website that doesn't exist anymore. You'd go in there, you'd make a bet, and they had real-time numbers in terms of when. So when you'd make a bet on college sports particularly, you can move the lines fairly quickly. And I would see a line move. I'd make a bet. I'd see it move. 
And then I'd wait. And about two minutes later, you'd see some of these other smaller properties instantaneously make the same move. I'm like, dude, you do not have anybody betting Metro Atlantic over there. I said, I'll, I'll get there in a little bit, but just relax. You're, you're moving these numbers without any action. They do it all the time. Nobody Todd, ever calls them on it. Todd Dewey wrote a terrific article for uh, the RJ last night where he interviewed Metcalf. And Jeff Sherman at the Westgate said, whoever put that opening number up, you know, it, it was so far off and we took action in the under, but we really didn't get hurt on it. You know, and I saw earlier this week, Jay Cornegie and, uh, and John Murray were out in, in Colorado where the Westgate, the Superbook has yeah. uh, an outlet. And they, they were throwing a, a meet and greet, meet meet the lines makers there. I didn't know they, they should have had Matt Metcalf with them. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. Here's, here's my question to you, though. You know, everybody always says, God, these odds makers are so sharp. You know, you, you always remember the close games. You know, in the first three games in the Sun Series, the four games, the number hasn't come into play. The favorites have covered all four games. That's correct. The number came into play a little bit last night, right? Because the, the Not if you just turned on the final score, 109-103. Thank you very much. Good. You had a very succinct way of, of analyzing these finals. You're going to take the four, you're going to lay the four. And now it's four when you go back to Phoenix. I don't want to sit there and talk about something. That, what are you going to break down? Okay, did you see this one coming? Did you see, you know, this block, if they win the title, will be one of the signature plays of an NBA Finals. It changed the game. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I give cre- Metcalf credit. He owned it. He owned his mistake. He said, yeah, I made a very lazy number. I, I didn't even necessarily say I, the word lazy applies. I just made a mistake. Sometimes you don't look at something. You know, we, we're guilty of it. I just misspoke and said that the uh, played Suns play, played mm-hmm. Utah, right? So you make mistakes yeah. sometimes and you don't catch or you don't pay attention. The one thing I say to people, it's very difficult to be on top of every single sport and pay attention to every single thing that's going on. That's why when you're at your book, you have to hire people that have a diversity of knowledge, right? I mean, Metcalf's very good with, uh, with, college, with college football, uh, NASCAR writer, his specialties. We have Jeff Davis now, who's a great hockey guy. I mean, we have golf people. I mean, you have to have a wealth of knowledge in different areas because you can't be an expert at all things. Let's continue our betting profiles. Uh, and, and we're going to go to the NFC South today and the reigning Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was sort of making the case already yesterday when we had BMAC on about the reasons why the Buccaneers would at least defend the NFC championship. And let's take a look at their odds and all. They are uh, plus $6 to win the Super Bowl plus $3 to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. They are favored at minus 160 to win the NFC South. Their win total is 12. So that's 12 and 5 is their total. Over, under, equally juiced at minus 110. A huge favorite to make the playoffs at minus 650. And a big dog, plus 450, you think they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think the price is high high enough on them to miss on the playoffs, particularly since they're 3-1 to to make the NFC, uh, excuse me, the Super Bowl. I tell you, though, again, the price that stands out, and I'm fairly certain it's for you, NFC South champs at minus 160. Uh, I think the over-under is pretty good because the Week 17 games for teams that are dominating their division may not be as important, so that could be a detriment if you're taking an over. Uh, but I like this team when you look at the schedule right now. Mike, if you can kind of help me out and navigate the first six weeks here. Sure. Well, they open at home. That's their opener is against the Cowboys. They stay at home to the Falcons. Big week three matchup with your Rams. They have to go to SoFi in week three. It's going to be a critical game for potential uh, home field advantage. And then they fly all the way across the country the next week, week four, to play at Foxborough. They get the Dolphins at home, the Eagles on the road, the Bears at home, the Saints on the road, and then they have their bye in week nine. You know the one thing that I don't think that gets talked about enough in terms of Tampa was the defensive performance by this team, particularly when they got into the postseason, they played well. Look, they got Washington. That was a game you knew they were going to win. But then to go on the road and do what they did against New Orleans, that critical Jared Cook fumble, and I think that point in time they were down three. Uh, and from that point, 
they were really the next 10 quarters were theirs. Yeah, absolutely. People forget how dominant they were because at the start of the season, they really played in patches, right? And their defense showed up in that game against Green Bay and Tampa Bay where they where they intercept Rodgers four times and, and they returned for a touchdown and beat, beat Green Bay 35-10. to 10. But let's not forget the back quarter of the year, they may have been the best team in football when they put it together with that defense and then went on the road winning three games in the NFC. Yes, teams made coaching errors against them. Yes, there's a critical fumble in the game in the Superdome. Yeah, no, that one I'm going to give them credit yeah. for from uh, being forced by the defense. But I still contend that the t- uh, late turnover by Green Bay at the end of the first half is what changed the entire NFC Championship game. That's just bad decision. That's bad clock management. You got a second, second and long, seventeen or eighteen, yeah. exactly. And to make that mistake was egregious. Uh, you know that that's something that that was absolutely awful. Um, here's the one thing I don't think that's gotten enough uh, traction. Brady played well, but was not elite. And I think so many times people are afraid to call him out on it because he's Tom Brady. He, he, look, his numbers statistically 40 and 12 are very impressive. You know, when you look at the turnover, 10, 10 to 3 intercept, touchdown interception ratio. But it was the defense that carried them. Is that defense going to be at the same level just because they return everybody back? Because when we had a guest on last week, he says, well, you know, I don't think the Rams are going to perform at that level. Well, last time I checked, the Rams have a guy who's pushing Lawrence Taylor to be arguably the greatest defensive player in the history of the game. When you look at this Tampa team, they're very good defensively. But there are some areas where they can be had. And, you know, also, was Kansas City the same team? It's a revenge spot for, for Tampa in that Super Bowl, and they were dealing with those critical offensive line injuries. Let's take a look at the individual awards for the Buccaneers, starting with the coach, Bruce Arians. Nope. 30-1 uh, to 1 to be coach of the year. Tough, tough to follow up yeah, winning a, a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl championship, yeah. unless the team maybe they have a close to an undefeated season. Exactly. And very dominant. Tom Brady is 18-1 to 1 for Offensive Player of the Year, 16-1 to 1 for MVP. No, no, no. Uh, Devin White, Defensive Player of the Year, 18 to 1. Nope. Shaquille Barrett, Defensive Player of the Year, Shaq Barrett, 33 to 1. No. Vita Vey, Defensive Player of the Year, 35 to 1. No. Joe Tyron, Defensive Rookie of the Year, 33 to 1. If you if you were going to consider one of these individual awards, which one would it be, Amal? Uh, Your Honor, guilty on all counts. I mean, come on, this is like reading from a court stenographer here. No, I, I don't think any of these plays are good. Uh. What do you want? Go ahead, pick one. No, I don't love. They're so short because they were Super Bowl champs. These odds. Well, well here's the problem. Devin White obviously as a linebacker can accumulate some stats, but the thing that's difficult is outside of tackles. You've the stats you've got to look at are interceptions and sacks, and can you get those? That's going to be critical for a defensive player. Um, yeah, I'm passing all these. My I'm going to take uh, the Buccaneers at plus three dollars to win the NFC is my bet. I know you disagree because you think the Rams are going to win the No, NFC. I'll tell you why I disagree. I think the odds are too short. I mean, to me, for a team to be 3-1, to one, that is a very low number. Well, here's the argument for it. They win the Super Bowl. Yeah. They didn't even win their division. They went on the road, won three games. They win the Super Bowl in pretty dominant fashion over the Chiefs. And they return 22 starters. When we look at from 2012 on... The team that returned the most starters was the Seahawks in that year, right? And they came within a Daryl Bevel play call of repeating. And then the team that returned the second most was the Patriots. Oh, except they made it to the Super Bowl, but then they didn't play any defense against the Eagles, right? So, I mean, when you look at there's a direct correlation to the number of starters returning to how that defending Super Bowl champ did. The team that returned the most got back to the Super Bowl. that day. They're returning all 22. It's not even close. Uh, that's fair. You make a compelling argument. Um, I just think people are minimizing the impact of Matthew Stafford's going to have in Los Angeles. 
The argument against it, too, is they were the healthiest team last year. No That's major exactly injuries. Right. Yeah. Can they be that lucky again this year? We're going to stick with the NFL. I know all you folks out there listening are excited about that. And we're going to take a look at who will have the most interceptions this year. That's next on The Nuts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
back into the nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. In just 10 minutes, we'll have Josh Towers in studio. He's going to break down the ML, MLB draft as well. as We're going to take a look at about a dozen teams and get his impressions on whether he would bet them to make or miss the playoffs based on the current odds. But now, Amal, let's stay with the NFL and talk about a very interesting prop. Who is going to throw the most interceptions this year? The favorite is the turnover machine himself, Sam Darnold. He had 11 last year. He's plus $7. Co-favorite is our guy, Fitzmagic, who moves to the nation's capital. He had eight last year, although he didn't play all the games, obviously. Plus $7. <laughs> Your guy, Jared Goff. He doesn't have Sean McVay anymore. He's plus $8 through 13 last year. Zach Wilson, who we assume will be starting for the Jets in his rookie year out of BYU. He threw three at BYU. He's plus $9. Jalen Hurts, I don't know if he'll have that many pass attempts. He's 10 to 1. He had four last year in limited duty. Trevor Lawrence had five last, last year at Clemson. He is 12 to 1. Ben Roethlisberger, 10 last year. He's also 12 to 1. And then Danny Dimes with the Giants. 14 to 1. Yeah, first of all, let's take away Daniel Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson off this list. Your uh, reason? Well, I, I just don't think Jones, I think, threw 12 or 14 picks last year. He's not a guy that throws a ton of picks. It's just his accuracy in terms of getting the receivers in positions to be able to make plays after the catch and, ca and catching the ball. Um, the other one, Roethlisberger, too experienced. I don't think he's going to be up there unless they're in a really bad situation. But I think at some point in time, they might look elsewhere if he's struggling. Uh, Lawrence, not prone to throwing a ton of picks. Uh, I tend to agree with you on Hurts, your point of view, in terms of him not throwing the ball enough. Zach Wilson, I'm not as concerned about either. Uh, really, Goff, the problem is because Detroit could be trailing a lot. So that's one you look at. If it's Magic, I don't think it's going to be a problem in Washington. Excuse me. He's got the best defense he's ever had. This team will – Rivera will play it to their strengths. you got to run the football, get him the ball on some quick hitters to uh, McLaurin and uh, uh, Curtis Samuel – let those guys make some plays. Riverboat Ron is really a mismoniker, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, this guy's like the five-hour blackjack table doubling down on an 11, you know, against the 10, and all of a sudden this guy's Riverboat Ron. All right, let's look at the second board of uh, in the odds here. Justin Fields uh, at 16-1. to 1. He threw six at Ohio State last year. The Jackrabbit Kyler Murray, 22-1. to 1. He threw 12. Kirk Cousins, no always a candidate. No, no chance. 22-1. to 1. Justin Herbert, no chance, 22 to 1. Jordan Love, where's he going to play enough? 25 to That's 1. That's exactly, no chance. Drew Locke, 25 to 1. No, he Car won't play enough. He'll get benched. Carson Wentz for the Colts at 25 to 1. Matthew Stafford, he threw 10 last year in Detroit, now with the Rams, 28 to 1. No, I'm probably going to go with Justin Herbert here. Um, you know, I think, what? Go ahead. No, I don't really have a reason. I just did to annoy you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. No, you know, honestly, the one I'd have to go with here is one of two guys, and I really don't want to pick either of them because I'm big fans of theirs, Fields and Murray. The problem with Justin Fields at Ohio State was, and I didn't think it got talked about enough, is he's so used to it. Harrison High School at Georgia and at Ohio State, 98% of the time he's the best athlete on the field. He's used to being the best player. So you have a propensity to hold on to a play and maybe extend it where you should just throw the ball away. Mike, if he can develop the idea of throwing the ball away in certain situations, I don't think he's going to have any turnovers at all. He's tremendous with his accuracy, especially on deep balls. Murray at times can force a throw or two. That's a little bit of an area of concern. Cousins, no way. He'll eat the ball too much. He won't get rid of the ball. It's like backyard football for him for somebody to be open. That's how good Jefferson and Thielen are. They get wide open before this guy throws the ball. I think you have to handicap a couple of things here. Go ahead. And when you look at Darnold yeah. in Carolina, if he's throwing that many interceptions, I think he's going to get benched. I do too. So to your point, you have to have somebody that has a reputation that they're going to continue to start even though they're having a bad year, right? Jared Goff. 
Goff's one, Roethlisberger's another one, I think. Yeah, I think Roethlisberger's another one. But however, if you are Pittsburgh, uh, you eventually sit there and say, listen, do we want this guy going out like this? I, I just don't necessarily see that. It, we'll, we'll find out very quickly what he is. What about Trevor Lawrence at 12 to 1? No, I don't think so because, again, they're going to focus on running the football. They got Robinson. They draft Travis Etienne. And Trevor Lawrence is not a guy that has thrown a lot of interceptions in his career. Do you think the Pittsburgh running game with Najee Harris will improve it? to the point where Ben does not have to throw as many passes as I do. I'm telling you, I don't think people, unless you watched Alabama as closely as I have over the last four years, I remember watching this kid when he came out. Mike, you watch his high school tapes out of Antioch. Nobody could tackle this guy. I mean, you know, the hurdles, it's nothing new if you've seen his highlight tapes. He is a beast. If the offensive line can improve by 20%, Najee Harris is a 1,000-yard rusher. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's an interesting list. So your play would be Goff at 8-1. Yeah, I would have to because Detroit is not going to be particularly strong. They're going to be trailing in a lot of games. They have a potential to be the first pick in the draft in 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Coming up next, we got our man Josh Towers, former World Series champion in studio, New York Yankee. I want to ask Josh, how did Al Leiter's son not go as the first pick in this year's draft? And how did Kumar Rocker end up in the top 10? That's all next here on The Nuts. season is right around the corner and that means the VSIN college football betting guide is coming soon. Our experts look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule, and early season trends to watch so you have a betting edge this football season. The guide is only $19.99. Let me repeat that. $19.99 and discounts are available when you buy early. So now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we have to offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. We have Josh Towers, former baseball pitcher in studio. <laughs> Josh, Josh is chirping here, here in studio at the break about the most interceptions. All right, what go. do you got to say, Towers? You got the answer. Who are you betting? I just, listen, what you guys were saying was fun. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. All right, well, give us the winner then. Um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Drew Locke. Uh, who, by the way, who's second-year quarterbacks in the NFL? A lot of those guys too, because that's where our, we have a little Justin setup. Herbert. Um, he seems to be different, huh? Like I, I was He's very special. impressed. Yeah, He's special. He he was. I, I thought he was on another level. Um, I do like your guys' golf play, but I do like I do like Drew Locke a little bit. I think Kyler Murray is somebody added pieces of more expectations, and sometimes we start throwing it around a little bit too much, and then they play such high offensive games with a lot of possessions. I think that factors in a little bit. And then I saw on that list was my man in Washington, but I, I don't it's think magic. I don't think they'll ever throw enough. I think their 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 game management so much better that the attempts is less. So I think that's not a good play. I like Sam Darnold, but one of y'all said he might not see the whole season if that keeps up. And if that's the case, then yeah, you can't mess with that. But he would be the likely pick. I mean, 
that's all Sam did in college. It's all he did in high school. Like he never hasn't thrown interceptions, and nothing changed in the NFL. And that was one of the issues with the Jets. So, uh, always a fun play. But some of the other ones are, are just you know the, the Zach Wilson play. I, I don't think he's going to fling it around too much early. Jalen Hurts won't throw it enough, and they got to be pretty smart in Jacksonville. I mean, this is one of the rare times I think you have a chance to to actually make the postseason. If you were the, the Pittsburgh turnaround. Pirates, yeah, you had the first pick in the draft. Yep. Last week. I had it. Would you have taken Al Leiter's son, Jack, out of hand? Here's the problem. Um, it's, not, it's not a draft anymore. It's not like what we know. And I'm not just comparing it to saying like it's not what I did. I sat in, in I call it our draft room, right, with, with Tanner McDougal out of Silverado High School. He went to the fifth round with the White Sox. And we also had Chris Cortez, who ended up not getting drafted. And we also had other kids around town that, that I played against, like Jacob Walsh at a, at a DO, supposed to get drafted in the thirdish round as well. Um, it's not a draft anymore. They don't just call your name and then we negotiate afterwards. It doesn't happen. We were fielding calls from the second round on with the White Sox pick with Tanner McDougal, talking about what is your number – are we set on this? Is it flexible? What can we do? Because they only have an allotment of money for their whole draft, right? Every team and every team's different. And so I have to know one that I can sign you. I got to know two that we have a pre-deal. I have to find the money if I don't have it, if you're high enough on my list. I have to look for discounts where I can get it because it just doesn't work. And then if I gift all my money to the first couple guys, then I don't have any money to give anybody else. So again, I'll talk about um, Tanner real quick without giving too many details. His number was X. They considered taking him in the second round. They went with another kid who's actually really, really, really good kid. Um, so great draft by them. And then they called back and said, are we still at this number? Or is it flexible? And the conversation basically went, we're pretty hard on it, but we also want to sign. And, and, and then next thing you know, I watched the draft. The third round rolls around, and the White Sox took a college senior. And right then I just looked at, at Tanner's father, and I said they're 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 doing exactly what they mentioned they would do. They're going to try to find the money because they really want them. And a senior sign in college gets about a thousand, if that. So there's no money. So now we're a third round pick, and the past is it meant so much. Like you, like that's a, I mean anything in the top ten, top twelve in the past was legit. But a lot of people got opportunity. A third round pick, you don't. I mean that's high. Like that's you're doing big things. They took a senior sign from from what I saw as a, in the third round pick to save money. And then the fourth round comes around, they take a senior sign again. And I was like, oh, there, there it is. Perfect. So then when they call back in the fifth and say, I don't want to wait any longer. Do we have this deal? We say yes. And then he gets drafted in the fifth round. So he really wasn't a fifth round pick. He was a third round pick, but it was based off of how it works for these guys. And so somebody else mentioned to me, well, they kept wanting me to take a discount. And they, I think they were trying to short sell me and they, I, I was worth more than what they were trying to. And I was like, that's not how it is. That's not what they were doing. They, they wanted to make sure they had you where they had you. They wanted you bad. They asked a lot of guys to, but you got to understand their perspective and what, what amount of money they have and what they're trying to accomplish. And then the rare guys like, like the Mets took uh, Rock, is it Rocker? Kamar Rocker with the 10th pick. They actually had to overpay him. I think I heard on the streets it was like a million and a half. They overpaid him. So that's a, that's a million and a half dollars you have less for the rest of the draft compared to slot value. So now what do the Mets have to do? They have to go find money. So they're going to get away a lot of picks where they're, not, they're just going to take senior signs or flyers that they will pay nothing 
and then they're going to try to find two or three other guys with what they have left that's really, really valuable. So the Mets draft, and I'm not just picking on the Mets, but the Mets draft, there'll only be less than a handful of players in the whole draft that are actually prospects that'll have a legit, maybe three guys, a legit shot against the big leagues because they have to use their money wisely. So the Pirates, I still don't believe the Pirates took who they wanted to take. I think the Pirates took a guy in Henry Davis who's legit, don't get me wrong, but gave them a deal because they had so many picks and a certain amount of money. So I, I still don't think they got the guy they wanted. And this, so it, that, that's what's hard about this is a lot of times you're not getting it. So do I think Jack Leiter was I, – I think Jack Leiter, by, well, hands down, was the best pick in the draft. Safest, best pick. He comes from bloodline. Uh, we know how good his father is. They're still involved in the game from every aspect. So he's – he, he's learned every aspect, not just the playing aspect from his father, but he's learned the media aspect. He's learned everything because he's been in it. I don't think there was a deal with Jack Leiter. I don't think they could afford to take him. They wouldn't have had enough money. That pick was slot value to $8.42 million if Jack wanted more. I don't know. Texas needs pitching. They say, I don't care. We feel he's the best player in the draft. We love where it comes from. If this is a majority of our money, so be it. I'll take Jack Leiter. So, again, this whole board and a lot of kids who weren't drafted that should be high, they're sitting at home because I had two people tell me it's the worst day of my life. The worst day of my life in my professional career. One of them plays with the Braves and the other one didn't get drafted. You said this is the most amazing experience I've ever had. It's supposed oh, to be the most exciting day. How long has it been this way, Josh? Since the year after Bryce Harper. So Bryce knew what was going to happen. So then he did his thing with the junior college early so he can draft a year early because he knew this was changing. It was the year after. When we come back, we're going to take a look at teams to make or miss the playoff, who Josh likes. And I promise you, Amal Shaw gets to ask a question. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet River Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. Tap tips and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out on baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9 with it. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETSOFT. And Mike, I don't believe it's available in Qatar. No, it is not. Or Qatar. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's the Mall Show. We continue in studio with Josh Tower. Josh, it, I want to go through. I think some, it is available in Qatar, actually. <laughs> I want to go through some teams uh, in Major League Baseball, yeah. and you tell us whether it's a good bet to make or miss the playoffs. I'm going to give you the two teams that I have the strongest angle on, because I know you like to fade Mike Palm on Thursdays, right? You did very well <laughs> last week with it. I won three out of four to the first five, but all four games you win on the opposite side, although you passed posted me on the Padres. Uh, Let's start here. The Toronto Blue Jays. Who? Toronto, I, I think you're familiar with the organization. The Buffalo Blue Jays, they are plus Buffalo 140 Jays. to make the playoffs, or you lay 170 to miss. They, I, I actually, I'm glad you brought this yeah. one up, because obviously the numbers made the most sense. Uh, they're not making the postseason. And so 170 I thought was a very good price. I, 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 don't I would know. agree with you. Yeah, I, 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 I was shocked to see it at a respectful betting line price for baseball. I mean, again, listen, we have Boston, who is going to hold the edge over that team regardless of how Boston finishes. Tampa Bay, we know, doesn't go away. That's just not how they're built. Uh, optimistically, I, I think the Yankees are hoping that they can pull some things out. I still just don't think Toronto's it. So we got the three division winners. 
And then we got a couple wild cards. The White Sox are running away with that division, and Houston and Oakland are, are in the mix. I don't think that Toronto can can catch – I think best case is they're third in their division, and I don't think they can catch the record of Oakland or Houston throughout the course of the season. So it just doesn't – I just don't see how they can make the postseason. And I like 170. It's a great number. Oh, you're going to allow me to ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Well, let me make the argument instead for why they will. Let me just – let me. there might be some factors here you're overlooking. I'm listening. Okay, I, I think Robbie Ray is pitching very well. Right he is. Now. The kid Manoa has got some possibilities. You still have Ryu. The lineup is decent. I think they. I think there's a possibility they get back to Toronto. Depending on how things shake out with the Canadian government, they may still get back to Toronto this year. That's not going to be a good thing. And don't you think that they would go out if they're, let's say they're a couple games back of Oakland and they have a shot to make a wild card, mm-hmm. go out and get one of these guys from the, the Twins are going to have a fire sale, okay? You go out and you get... Jose Barrios, or you get one of their big sluggers. I, I don't. I, I don't. I think they're a decent. I don't know that plus one forty is enough, but I think they're very viable to make the playoffs. So, outside of Seattle, above them, right? It's 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 Tampa, it's Oakland, it's Seattle, it's Toronto, it's the Yankees, it's Cleveland, and you have them. See, I just don't see it. I don't see how they overtake even Cleveland. Like Cleveland went on this like million game in a row losing streak, and they're still. They're still tied with Toronto. I just, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't personally see it, and I thought the value was really good. Trying to, Robbie Ray's having a, a really good year, a career year. Uh, Stripling, no. Ryu actually is having a, a bad year in in, in regards right. to how good he is. Um, the bullpen's been doing a much better job, and and we still haven't hit the the tough month, which is next month for for everybody, but mainly for young kids. I just don't see it. If they go to Toronto, that's another move. That's a some high rises on some short term leases. That's uh, the excitement of the city. That might here's my problem. That might bring in the nightlife. Buffalo's not bringing in the nightlife, and where they're at in Dunedin is not bringing in the nightlife. Right, so now I, we're talking about added distractions, although fantastic for fans, and the excitement of seeing the fans. I don't know if it's a good thing for Toronto. Uh, I, I hear you on Alex Manoa, but well, I mean, we were not going to have a conversation about him, honestly, for another two or three years. And I think that the other kids below him are going to pass him. We've seen some highs with him, but we also seen. Um, I don't even know how to describe it, but when he drilled the dude because he gave up back or two home runs in a row, whatever it was, uh, that said a lot about he's not even close to being ready. So I don't know how much stock I could put him, and I can't put in any down a, down a playoff stretch run. All right, let's let them all ask it. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Josh, when you look at this, you, know, you mentioned the Yankees and Toronto potentially being out of contention to be able to catch Oakland or Houston in terms of the wild card. But would either of these teams try and make an acquisition of the deadline that could potentially help them out? They're only four and a half back. That's not an insurmountable number with about 70 games remaining. Which team? Toronto? Toronto or the Yankees, either yeah. one of them. Because when you look at the standings right now, and you know, even Seattle's a team that can make a charge. I don't believe in Seattle as much. But both of these teams, including the Indians, also all sitting four and a half back. It's not, it's not out of the realm. I don't think Toronto expected to be in the postseason this year, so I don't know if any trades are in the it would have to be a small trade, like they needed an added another piece to the bullpen or something. They got a good starter for cheap, but they're not going to go sell any prospect to anybody for anything at this current moment. I think free agency is a better and probably more logical option for Toronto in the in the winter. So no, I don't think Toronto will. Um, Seattle, we know won't. The Yankees should. I, again, I how some of these teams like the New York Yankees haven't already made moves and made deals yet. It, it, it blows my mind. Um, 
because you're going to start letting teams slowly walk away as times fade. So I'm shocked. I think the Yankees will make a move. Cleveland will not. Nothing like huge. And the Angels drafted 20 pitchers in 20 rounds, which was the most disrespectful thing I think you can ever do for an organization because it, it shows you that you, you think every pitcher you have in your organization is no good, but then you didn't internally look at the, the, the core of who's actually developing these pitchers, and maybe that's the issue. So what are they going to do? They don't clearly don't have any prospects to go trade to really get anybody and money, so they're not doing anything. So outside of the Yankees with these guys I'm looking at, Tampa – might do something minimal, but well, they already have actually, which becomes important for them by the way they coach, which is different than everybody else. And I, I don't really know with Oakland. They usually are on the other side of it, but sometimes they do buy to sell, but it might be too late for that. The other thing about the Blue Jays is they have a lot of good young infielders in their in their farm system. Which so they could have be some somebody. pieces. Yeah, yeah. They that have would some be pieces. the only thing because they're yeah. getting rid of zero pitching at yeah. all. I'm going to give another team here. It's off the board. I didn't bet them to make the playoffs at plus $3, but I bet them to win their division, the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, I'm so intrigued by I this took team. plus $5. Look, I just don't think Milwaukee hits enough. I think Burns is going to regress in the second. Burns struck out 50 guys before he allowed a walk. He gets to the All-Star game, and the guy with the biggest strike zone in the whole league, Aaron Judge, he throws four straight balls. I think well, Burns is going down. We've already I seen him backtrack a little Wade bit. Miley, 9 of 10 starts, two earned runs or less. Our boy Castillo is starting to pitch up well. We Stunned. still haven't seen the best of Sonny Gray. I think the Reds win the Central. Uh, Castillo has flipped it. He has turned into um, let's bet on him every time guy. Wade Miley is always good and never gets any love. And, yeah, you haven't seen the best Sonny Gray because the best Sonny Gray was like 10 years ago. <laughs> so that's – we're not counting on him. How are they not buying, by the way? they got a lot of prospects around there. Wow. The organization has been great. they got some studs and some positions that are blocked in the big leagues. Cincinnati should – 100% go get somebody. I do like that. I think Cincinnati, again, they always build us up to let us down. And I'm hoping that maybe at one point they can adjust it. But I do think they're overall the best team in that division. They're just not the best coach team. That that 100% goes to Milwaukee. I think the Mets are the one team that was plus money as well on what you sent me to not win their division. I wish Atlanta would go get something very important. Or I wish the Phillies would go get something. But I still don't see the Mets – as the team winning that division again with the the hardest part of the season coming up and then pressure field win games i don't think that they have enough you guys have been hearing me say this all year depth i i wasn't kidding when i jokingly said kamar rocker might be in the big leagues in september that's their depth i mean they have better players they just don't realize it yet um but he instantly gets a prospect number next to his name now probably number one or two and so i don't i don't i don't see i don't like the mets don't have any trade unless and they've done it before take these kids from this draft and now trade them for some big league help. And then they had to guarantee they're winning. I don't think the new owner's willing to do any of that. So uh, at plus money, I think the Mets were the one team that I'm looking at that I don't think will win their division. Who do you think it's going to be if you don't think it's going to be? Any one of those three below it. No, but I mean, like, give me a, I mean, when you look at Atlanta, they lose Acuna. That's mm -hmm. a huge blow. Washington has some uncertainty. Schwarber banged up. Uh, can this team be consistent outside of Soto and uh, uh, Trey Turner at the top? Who's going to be the second pitcher for Washington that's consistent? It's Washington has to go has to figure out the pitching aspect. Yeah. Um, the, I never expected. I thought the offense would be good, but you honestly you're, you're putting Schwarber and Bell in the same lineup. That's yeah. difficult, you know. Yeah. Uh, and even though, six strikeouts a game. Easy. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And then like we're not even breaking it up. Uh, Atlanta does have some distractions, but Atlanta was willing to go find pitching when they needed to do it last time, and they did it. 
Um, if it wasn't for that little 9 or 10 game losing streak that Washington had, we'd be talking about them right in the mix. That's the crazy thing. And then Philly is, is two relievers away from being very successful. So I get how the Mets would lead this charge. I just I don't feel that – I still don't feel they're coached right and developed right and have committed to each other correctly enough to be able to win the division. I think it's a fair assessment. You look at the inability of Conforto and uh, Lindor to be able to hit there. Real quickly, I want to ask you about Atlanta. Max Freed, what do you make of the young kid out of Harvard West like Jack Flaherty, Lucas Giolito, two guys who are probably considered more prominent than him, but is he a guy that you would look towards that the Braves can not just for this year but moving forward rely on? Yeah, I think he, he 100% could be. I mean, again, this game is so hard and, and the highs and lows that we go to and we have some success in the big leagues and then we think we got it. I've seen my off-seasons alter based off of that as well. And then you have to learn the hard way, which I feel like Max doing. So we're going to find out what kind of person he is afterwards. But again, it's, it's – you can't – Pat Hankin always said it, you can't get too high on the highs and too low on the lows. That's not how our game of baseball works. You have to stay somewhere in the middle. And we get like that at times with the success that he went and he had in that shortened season last year at 7-0 and with a 2-5-5. I'm good. And then was he good? No, he struggles this year, but he's slowly turning it around. They need a couple of those guys to slowly turn it around to help. He had back-to-back successful years, so you get a little bit high at times. Yes, no. Does Bauer's situation make the Dodgers a vulnerable favorite? What do you mean? Should they no longer be the favorite if we don't know if we're going to get Bauer Bauer's back? irrelevant to their success winning. I thought it was just a bonus. I thought that they were much better regardless. Josh, we want to thank you for the time. Terrific stuff as always. We could do this for the full hour. I love talking baseball with this guy. Coming up tomorrow on The Nuts, another first-time guest, former studio host and current play-by-play man, Brett Musburger. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, it's Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.